Hello, and welcome to Our World with your hosts, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you today? Everything's good. I just want to start off today and let everyone know that they can subscribe to our YouTube page. I want to say in the beginning, instead of in this time, subscribe to our YouTube page at Netboy Doc. Uh, we post episodes most, most likely every Monday and Friday, so subscribe to the page, comment, share, and like. Okay, we will have content for you. Listen, I'm not, uh, I'm, uh, I'm pretty, uh, pissed off today, man. I'm, I'm not my normal, usual self. Uh, I could be in Virginia as we speak right now. Uh, but my trip gets canceled last minute. Oh, what happened? Uh, you know, fucking old people, man. Do you have any old people in your family or in your life? Not really. Not well, really. my mother-in-law, uh, she's, uh, in the 80s. And our husband, you know, they were both beat. So the fucking day before we had to go, they tell us he has to have an operation this today. How the fuck am I going to sit in your house the same day that you're having an operation? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is it's an in-and-out kind of operation. But I don't know, still come, still come. I'm not driving down. I wasn't driving down, so I don't have no car. And I got to rent a car. You know, you set up, thank God. I was able to recoup my money and reschedule the trip, but like old people, they do shit last minute. They don't fucking warn you. They'll tell you. I was like, ah, oh, oh, fuck it. I just say I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what? What could you give us from me? You didn't. You didn't find out on Sunday you're having an operation. Nobody finds out on Sunday. Yeah, you have to know before you. Yeah. Oh yeah. And didn't didn't even call. Fucking text. <laughs> well, at least they can text. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know what? Sometimes when you're home, you don't look at your phone like that. My wife don't be, she don't fucking bother with text. I mean, you gotta, you, you expect to hear a, a phone call. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, you know, we haven't even told them that we rescheduled. You would think that we would fucking hear something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let us know when y'all can come down or. Oh, no, nah, nah. still coming down. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, I was, I was geeked out. I had my bags packed, shaved my head. Got all neat and shaved, you know, I, I got all everything rounded up, did laundry for the week so I don't have to do it, cleaned the house, took care of everything so that when I come back home, everything would have been squared away. But, you know, shit happens in this life. Uh, yeah. But that's, you know, you know, first world problems. First fucking world problems. Yeah, I said the same thing. I just found out that my Vegas trip corresponds with my uh, graduation. So now it's too late to change anything, so whatever, I'll just skip it. I didn't really want to go anyway. What, to the graduation? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, that's a big day in your life. Uh, you know, damn. But yeah. you already, uh, uh are already out there, huh? Yeah, I, I come back. I get back to New York Tuesday morning. Graduation would have been that Monday. Oh, okay, okay, man. Well, congratulations on the graduation. That's the, that's the most important thing. A lot of people don't come up, don't go to the ceremonies. I mean, some, some colleges are a whole fucking weekend deal. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't been to every graduation. I'm to my associates. I was like, ah, I'm going to skip this one, but people thought it would be good for my daughter to see me go through it, but, uh, uh it's not happening now, so. You know what? You'll have that diploma forever. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, that's, that's the most important thing. That piece of paper, you'll have that. You put that up somewhere, she sees it, and she said, let me get three more on top of those. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? 
we, 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 as usual, this world, our world gives us tons of, uh, stuff to talk about. Now, these DC girls, the missing DC girls, I am very confused. But we got one report saying there could be 25 or so missing alone in the month of like February to March. Then we have the police come out and say, we don't even know what y'all talking about. This is nothing. Actually, the numbers are down. So I'm very confused. Especially since yeah, I, I think I take it that social media as what social media does. They they bent the story the same way, you know, a couple of years ago when they had the whole thing uh, blew up with the guy kidnapping girls in Africa or something like that. Right, right. Uh, so, Cody, Koshi or whatever yeah. his name is. So when the DC game cops came out, they like, listen, I mean, there were a couple of African-American girls that were missing, but social media made it seem like they disappeared 24 hours ago. Right, and like somebody was just snatching them off the street. And the thing was, I was, this is what had me saying, you know what, I got to call a little bit of bullshit on this. Where the fuck are the family? At some point in time, some family members would be screaming to the press. Yes. And DC even showed that they was like, well, when they don't treat runaways as the same as missing. They all might be on the same list, but the runaways get no police action. You know what? No, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, I, I, I don't think they dedicate police. They're going to dedicate the whole force to searching for a runaway as opposed to someone that was kidnapped. Yeah, I mean, you know, we got, you got, yeah, that situation. Then you got the young white girl who's, who uh, escaped with Teacher Creepy. Oh, the teacher. Yeah, yeah. That, that's been on news every day. Yeah, but see, that's a, you, that's a guaranteed front page of Yahoo. And here's, here's my major issue with people. Yahoo tells you what to think, when to think, how to go, what to be pissed off at, what not to be pissed off at. It's like Yahoo is running the minds of people, and then they they pump their stuff through social media. I think yeah. that you I think you should have some kind of uh, credibility, some kind of proof that you did due diligence before you even allowed to make a meme. You know, before anything is allowed to go viral that's supposed to have some kind of factual, quote-unquote, information. Oh, yeah, well, you and I can make a meme, so. You, you know what? I've actually, I've actually done it as testers. There are, like, places that you could go where you could actually use, like, the CNN breaking news uh, photos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have the time, and I'm talking about up to the minute time. Like, if I was to go in and do it now, it would show the time and date of this moment. Yeah. And then you have Wolf, Wolf Blitz's face up there, and underneath you could scroll whatever you want. And, you know, it's just the world we live in. I think that some people just love to stir the pot, and it's easy to stir the pot with, with who we have in office, man. Yeah, because he stirs his own pot, so... And then, then you got the other people who are going to help him. Okay, you got this Oklahoma State Representative George Faust. God's will abortion, and I mean, no, God's will rape and incest. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, now uh, it's the will of God. I broke that down, and I said that if if he's saying 
that the will of God, because they don't want abortion. That's what that is about. Mm-hmm. And, and and if you use God's will, that's like code word. Never be mad at something that's supposed to be God's will, right? So if God is mad at abortion, you can't be pro-abortion or a woman's pro-choice, right? So now he's basically saying if you say something that's stupid, you're also saying that we shouldn't prosecute rapists and incest. Yep. Because if it's the will of God, how dare man send people to prison for just doing God's will? Yeah, some people just need to shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, you know what? I'm hoping that the people of Oklahoma take their heads collectively out of their asses collectively. And when this man comes up for re-election, that they click the ballot for somebody much more sensible than this character. You know, you have Pence with the pray to gay away. And you got this. I mean, this is this is just this is insanity to say shit like this, man. You know? Yeah, people don't think about uh, the actions that could come from their words. Yes, it's it's, it's we. Oh, it's God's will. So you know, I'm going to go out of reach for my today. Now, what I will, what I did appreciate, he was at least challenged. There was a man who was challenging him face to face and trying to flip. But this guy is so caught up in his own minutia that he wasn't even able to be really famous, even though he was being, like, basically cross-examined in a room full of people. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what I said. This is, you know, these people, I don't know what the hell happened. How in just three months did all these Republicans learn the the manner in which to have false information become factual information. Did they go through like a crash course? It's because Trump is in the White House. If Clay was in the White House, everything would be what the left is saying now about Trump, the right will be saying about uh Clinton right now. You know what, man, we were in a bad we had basically, in a nutshell, you had two choices. This is the way I look at Clinton and Trump. You had one which was deep constipation. Bad constipation. And the other one was mud butt. <laughs> it was your choice. Do you want to be constipated for five days or do you want mud butt for five days? And we really didn't have a choice. We, we had nothing pleasant in between. You know? Well, they, they had the Bernie revolution, but then they don't allow independents to vote in certain states, so kind of like hand, handed her uh, by default. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping, if I live long enough, that four years from now, the candidates are much better than what we had. I'm tired of the recycle Clinton. I am. Yeah, I agree. I'm, um, I, I think I'm registered as a Democrat, but I voted for Republican before, so I consider myself an independent, but I don't register as an independent because I like to be able to vote in um, the, the primaries. So I think if everyone that's uh, independent would – just elect the party so that they're able to vote in some primaries, maybe that could change the entire landscape of our government. Yeah, it's, it's, it's work to be done. I mean, I hope this this whole election process had to open people's eyes. First of all, for those people, well, I don't know, quote, unquote, because everything 
it's so flaky about how Russia, the election, blah, blah, blah. They're saying that millions upon millions of people didn't even go to the polls. Now, that right there to me, I don't dig. I don't like that at all. You yeah, know, you should definitely have the right. I mean, you have the right. You should go to the uh, voting booth. You know what? We don't have a lot. But one thing you have is our voice. But when you stop even using that, what do you got left? You got nothing. You're just a body standing there. Yeah, like, people be like, oh, well, I, always, I told somebody through an election, because he's like, oh, I'm not voting for none of these people. And I, I, I was like, well, damn. 30, 40 years ago, people were dying for his right just to vote. And you neglecting to, to vote, and you'd rather just sit at home and not participate in the system. But then your ass can't complain when something happens. But you know what? Yeah, yeah that's weak. It's, it's better to even go, and even if you didn't like, so you didn't like the five-day constipation or the five-day mud, mud belly, you could have went and picked the independent. Yeah. You know, just say that you spoke. You know, my voice will be heard. Yeah, I also feel like, I mean, it sucks to say, but at least I'm glad that they do go vote. I feel like some people vote just to take a picture. Just to post it on social media to show that, hey, I voted. <clears throat> now, we got this. And you know what? I can only refer to Agent Orange as a lunatic. Because here we go. This Obamacare thing is an utter mess. An embarrassment to the country. I mean, why not say, you know what, people? Everything does not have to. I mean, he acts like he has a timer on his ass. Like a bomb timer? Mm-hmm. Why did he have to do this so quick? He could have said, you know what? It's going to take me and my people and coward-ass, ballless Paul Ryan a while to get together a health care plan. Give well, us he had seven months. years. He had seven years. Yeah, but I'm saying now Trump's people. Oh, so, Trump's you know, people. Right. right. So he could put his, you know, his stamp on it. Because he, 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 didn't, he didn't realize that Trump's health care was so... Difficult. So it's like he washed his hands of it anyway and said, hey, Ryan, you go deal with it. Yeah, so now Ryan is looking like a fool. And the, the, the American people once again suffer. And now you got him talking about cutting $18 billion with a B from social social uh, services industries, you know? Yeah. Social programs. Yeah, now, he to do the same in his budget. I'm like, some people are just going to be without any money or support. Now, here's the thing that gets me, and I'm going to be honest. This is going to be dead honest. A lot of trailer trash pieces of shit looked at Trump as though he was going to be the savior. And this is who he pandered to with the Make America Great Again. Oh, yeah, of course. He wasn't talking to one percenters. Because their life is already great. He wasn't talking to Wall Streeters. He was talking to Toothless Jeffro. In Redneck. Yes. And they brought him in and they loved it. And you know what? Now Trump is fully fisting you. Yeah. He's using no lubrication. Him, he's got pins holding your ass cheeks open, and he is fisting you. And I wonder how does Trump's dick case today. He's, because he's cutting all their uh, uh, 
like you said, they're social services. So anything they depend on is basically getting cut. Now think about it. They outnumber anybody else in this country, right? Yeah. That means they also have the most poor. I'm not playing a percentage game. I'm talking straight up numbers. They've got the most poor people. Yeah, and I feel like they know that some of these people, oh, fuck some, I'm going to say all of these, most of these people aren't educated. So what you say they're going to take as gold, like they did a, 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 a study that some of these people didn't even know Obamacare and Affordable Health Care Act was the same damn thing. So they hear Obamacare is like, oh, we kill it, we kill it, we don't like it. It's Obamacare. I hate that. But they want the Affordable Care Act. I was like, what the fuck? It only takes two seconds to figure out both is the same. You know, we need, at least we need these services. Where do people, what do people do? What, you know, some people have been relying on the United States government to actually feed them and their families since basically uh, the New Deal with Roosevelt. Yeah, poor people get the, the well, I always say middle class people get the case slapped out of them. But uh, anytime something is cut, it always affects the poorest people of our of America. Yeah, you know, and it's sad to say. How do you cut education? Well, see, the poorest people already are the least educated people in the country. For the most part. Yeah. See, but now, uh, he's going to fuck with servicemen, veterans, uh, benefits, housing and development. You know, just, uh, you never, t- a, a smart country never messes with the education, the agriculture, nor do they mess with um, the labor. Yeah, and we're the only, I mean, we're a country where I feel like the only thing you're not allowed to cut, but you always can increase, is defense. We pay more money for defense than, like, the next seven countries combined. Yeah, because we're the most hated motherfuckers on the planet. This is just the truth of it. But we have planes we don't even use. No, and we've had years of people paying $2,000 for ashtrays. You know what? <laughs> it's insane, man. It's, it's insane. But meanwhile, we pay off that shit. No, no, no. And we don't take care of them when they come home. Well, our, and Our servicemen, too. We pay them shit. But that's been going on. That's been going on since Vietnam. So that's there's nothing positive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you're getting this. Every four years, let's say every four years, you're getting a, a increase, a, a very high increase as that, where you're making billions and billions of dollars. But the serviceman is getting 30000 to sign up to go to war? You know what? I, I, I'm doubting that seriously. Uh, you know what? That might be a guy who's been in for a minute. Oh, you I'm know. talking about just signing up, just like new recruit. No, no, he ain't getting paid that. No, you said thirty thousand. Thirty thousand. I think it was like twenty five at one point. Yeah, well, listen, it's like uh, damn man, I think it's like uh, eleven hundred, fourteen hundred a month. You do the math on that. I don't think that's uh, maybe twenty five, twenty six. Shit, minimum wage is eleven dollars now, at least in New York. 
You know, get a minimum wage job. Yeah, we uh, fucking insane, insane, insane. And yeah, life is only worth a hundred thousand because if you die, they upped it to a hundred thousand. What the life insurance? Yeah, so if you die, your family get a hundred thousand. Okay, so some Jeff Ropes are better off to their families dead or alive. But that's that's nothing new either. Yeah, it's the same with this. I don't know. I don't know. I just think that certain. I don't think education should ever be cut. I don't think like they they just put out their budgets for and they're cutting meals on wheels. A lot of people depend on meals on wheels, especially the elderly. Even yeah, for the elderly, we don't get shit about. Yeah, because you know what? They have nothing else more to offer, really. When you don't really offer anything to the system, you become a throwaway. And and, and we're a country that has tons of throwaways. And now his policy to get rid of the outside throwaways that's supposed to spark the economy by now all of a sudden having the other people that's not doing shit have something to do. When are we going to have Americans really uh, picking oranges? Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, you know? That's not happening. I because think the other day on, online, this woman who said she voted for Trump is basically now mad because her husband is getting deported. Well, you know, sometimes the rooster... You, I mean, how the hell could you trust the viper? Yeah, why would you vote for a man who says he wants to deport Mexicans? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, here it is. If you do it to Billy and you do it to Bob, that's fine. I'm only mad when you do it to me. Yeah. Yep. And you know, always think uh, it, it could never happen to me. It's not going to happen to me. Even though the man stood at the podium and said it, it's not going to happen to me. You know, it's, uh, now, you know, we got this, uh, we got Sean Spicer. I'm not going to really, I, I have, maybe you know more details than this to me. But the Speaker of the House, uh, the second press secretary of the House, I don't really expect him to speak about each individual murder that happens nationwide. Not I murder, but they, it was classified as a terrorism act. Okay. Once it gets classified as a terrorism act, you should get some form of, of statement from the White House. Okay, now, if it's, see, I didn't know it was classified as such. That yeah, changes, they just charged the man with terrorism. That changes my viewpoint. He then can't acknowledge, well, he can't act like he doesn't know what's going on. That's yeah, I think it was because they, he traveled across state lines to pull, pull off, a, to kill someone, so they classified that as a terrorism act, because it wasn't against a, a, a specific person, but it was just against any person that was black. Yeah, and that man, uh, He's a uh, abomination, and I'm hoping that New York uh, prosecutes him to the fullest extent of the law. Yeah, I need to actually look into and see if New York has a death penalty. I'm not one hundred percent sure about that. You, you know what? Forget all those death penalties in states that don't actually kill people. So what? You get a little harsher punishment, but you're not going to be killed by the state. Yeah, you last for, uh, and if you are killed by the state, it lasts. Uh, you you may be in jail for like fifty years before. They pull it off. Yeah, I don't think New York has killed anybody, man, in since the fifties, man. No, I, I mean, Texas is the winner on that. No, Texas, Virginia, South Carolina, you're gonna die. Yeah, 
you might as well start making plans and, you know, you might as well, when they start interviewing you, telling everybody that you made it right, right with the Lord because you're going to die. Yeah. They, those states, when you get the death penalty, Florida also, they don't play games. Think about it. Uh, California, you could be on death row for 45 years because they don't have a, they don't really, the last and only person I really knew that they killed was uh, the gangbanger. What the fuck was his name? Uh, from the, the Crips. Oh, yeah, the, the leader. The, well, well, yeah, they made a movie about him. Yeah, yeah. He's the only one. Who was that, Jamie Foxx? Uh, I don't recall the movie. I'm not even sure if I've seen the movie. Yeah, I think it was Jamie Foxx. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, so it's up to them to actually do a good job as far as prosecuting them, not letting them slide on any of this mentally ill shit, um, you know, that kind of thing, because that happens way too often. Oh, All he's yeah, going to do is piss off, the, piss off the, the black community. Yeah, he and plus he's gonna take the uh, scene running away with the weapons. So. Tuki Williams was his name. Oh yeah, 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 Tuki, yeah, 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 I know it. It took me a minute, but I knew it would hit me. And so now, you know, it's just to go into, to just to know how insane we are as a planet. You got, and this shit has been going on forever. This Brianna Talbot, dumbass, eighteen-year-old girl. She's going to lie. And naturally, it's always going to be three brothers. It's always going to be a brother. Why is it never any fucking other? See, that's when you get people the angriest. Say a black man did it. Yes, because we're painted as the the evil one. Everyone's going to believe it or the the black guy hates you. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Fucking poor Emmett in the tail. Him and what his family had to endure. And he didn't, you know, we come to find out 40, 50 years later that he didn't do anything to this woman. Yeah, she should be in jail, too. Yeah, but I think, what, she's 80 or some shit? Yeah. You know what, and it's a damn shame that they had this information that she recanted her story, like, over 10 years ago. But because the guy wants to put his book out now, he just releasing the information. Yeah. Uh... I don't think there's no statute of limitations on that. She she should be in jail. Yeah, she caused his murder. Yeah. And you want to know something? This shit has been going on since the time that we came over to this continent. Black guys have been held accountable for shit that they didn't do. You know, you can go out as a white woman, cheat on your husband. As long as you blame a black guy for sexually assaulting you, that could wipe away the fact that you had that sex. You know what I mean? Law and Order just did an episode like that. They had this white woman who was sleeping with this young black guy. And when her son came home and found her uh, having sex in the kitchen, she screamed rape. And her son shot the black guy. I watched that. That was a hell of an episode. But you want to know something? That is so up to that point. That is so true. You know how many... There must be hundreds. I say I dare to say thousands black men over the last couple of centuries that shit like this has happened to. Yeah. She was having another affair 
The only way to clean this up is to cry rape. And you know what happens when this goes on, right? Social media, these fucking, uh, the, the articles that are posted, the racists come out of the woodworks. They get riled up, man. And they just say, oh, see, that's when you don't read the comment section after a story like that. Yeah. Well, I also feel like when things like that happen and then it's proven that it wasn't true, they don't come out and recant the story in the masses as they put the story out. So let's say all the New York publications printed, I raped somebody. And then two weeks later, you found out I was completely innocent. And then the only one that runs the article is the answer their news. Yeah, and, and <laughs> you know, I'm not laughing at that because it's nothing funny. I'm not trying to say that anything is funny. But Michael Irvin once said, come at me with the same enthusiasm that you accuse me of when you exonerate me. And they never do. They'll do that for others. They will not do that for us. No, 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 no. I think that's, that's a shame. As I say, I think the Central Park Five only got coverage because they was in jail for so long and they uh, were suing the city. Massive lawsuits. Yeah. You know, that's the only time that you really get that recant. And what they'll do is they'll bury that shit back in the editorial, which, you know, only like 2% of the, the lunatics read the whole editorial. Yeah, sometimes... Just because you're accused and you're found innocent, maybe two weeks later they find you innocent, or a week later they find you innocent. But just because they ran the story, and people eyes, you may still look guilty. Yeah, yeah. Being the damage accused. is done. Yeah, the damage is done already. And this country is supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And most of the time, it's guilty until proven innocent. Yeah, I'm still watching that Khalif Brower. A documentary on Spike, and you know each hour that I watch of it, the sicker I actually get, yeah, because that yeah. could be me. Yeah, that boy was left. He basically the system failed him. Yeah, it failed him all the way down, all the way down. I see people and look that at judge that 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 woman judge should feel ashamed for herself and the prosecutor. I think everyone should be brought up on charges just on the tactics that they were using to keep that kid in jail. Now I'm, I'm up to the, the I'm up to the point where the white judge, the white judge, the woman judge. Okay, now what I will say that she did that was good though. She said, okay, now naturally she tried to trap them up like everybody else because that's what they want to do. Yeah. But she did force their hand of saying, if you're not ready to go now, this shit is over. This is over, yeah. Because if she didn't do that, it would have lingered on longer. Yeah, he probably would have still been in jail. And here's the thing. Doing three solid years is really in state time damn near four plus years if you have good behavior. So he yeah, would have done longer than the crime called for. Exactly. So still in a book bag. But that might have given him a year, a year top. He did three years for still in a book bag that they had no witness for, 
They had no form of evidence, and the kid sat in jail for three, four years, and maybe a year and some change in solitary confinement total. Yeah, and 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 the, the Mexican guy brother was trying to clean it up, and he did a shitty job of trying to. Like I tried to tell him, you didn't try to do shit, friend. Yeah, he basically said, "How did you know that this, this was the guy? Oh, they had on the same clothes from oh, two yeah. weeks ago, so yeah. for a couple of days ago." What kind of now? Let me ask you a question. A buddy of yours and you are at a party, and you've seen him in the same clothes for two weeks. Are you hanging out with the guy at the party in the same fucking outfit every day for two weeks? Yeah, that's 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 the thing. He's going to probably be the laughing joke at the party. His clothes are staying on their own. Well, if anybody knows, young kids, when they go to a party, what they try to do is get as fresh as possible. Jeez, better believe it. No way in hell you're going to have on an outfit that you had on the night before. Nothing. You might break out a brand new jacket, kicks, everything. You want to be right. You want to be fresh from head to toe. I mean, you know. I really think they just happen to stop this. First two black people that they saw coming up the block. You know, and I, I you know, rest his soul, man, because it's a, it's a sad situation. And, you know, it's, it's sad for the whole family, but I'm sure that lawyer, I mean, money is, is, is all right because at least his legacy and his family, it, it'll lighten the load for them. It doesn't bring him back. But I'm sure that lawyer they got is like a fucking pit bull, and he's telling the state of New York, y'all are going to pay. Oh, yeah, because they're still in the state of New York, the Department of Corrections, and if I'm not mistaken, the police department as well. Yeah, yeah, just because moms went to rest don't mean shit. He's got brothers and sisters who cared for him. This wasn't a throwaway kid. See, that's the thing. A lot of times, these are throwaway kids. This wasn't a throwaway kid. He had brothers, sisters, a mother. He I don't hope that they take it, to, take it to court. I don't want to see, oh, we settled out of court for $2 million. No, no, no. I think they're they going for much more than that. I feel like the kid chose to stay in jail because he didn't want to settle his case. So you, they should, the family shouldn't settle. They should go to court and let everything become public of uh, what happens to that uh, young man. Yeah, I think I think they're going to fight, especially since they have different kind of people behind them now. You know, Jay-Z can le- legitimately pick up the phone and call one of the, the brother or sister and say, how is that case going? Oh, yeah, and that was another thing about the case. When the brother had his case and he was painted in the newspaper as the Bronx rapist, and he wasn't, and no one recanted that, was kind of messed up, too. Yeah, you know, but that's, that's you know, that's the way it goes. We not, here's the thing. I'll let you in. If you're a white person and you listen, I'm Doc. I'm a black guy from Bed-Stuy. That boy is a black guy from Harlem. And one thing... It's going to take a lot to do is shock a black person in America as far as some bullshit coming in our direction. It takes a tremendous thing. I don't even know what it is yet. I haven't yet. I have not been shocked by anything that has happened concerning us. No, people get shocked all the time. But what I think what people have to come to understand is we've seen cops shoot unarmed kids or unarmed black men and get off. That doesn't shock us anymore. I think the last time people were shocked, black people probably were shocked with OJ getting off. Okay, see, but that, that, okay, that kind of thing, 
and Obama being elected president. Oh, and Obama being elected, yes. I'd be remiss if I that that shit shocked me not once but two times. So not so much. Well, those the are the two time. things that I could probably think of of uh for black people being shocked. Yeah, now I tell you what won't shock us and sometimes it's self inflicted, like shit like the Cincinnati nightclub shooting. No, doesn't shock. No, ten, fifteen people being shot in a club. That doesn't shock us. No, not at all. And I said, unless it's something like the like the the, the terrorism thing that happened in Orlando. That's to- totally different vibe. Totally different, yeah. But this is what I tell people. I went to tell this story. I went to Atlanta by myself. Hung out in Atlanta four days for WrestleMania by myself. I needed something to do, so I'm like, I'm gonna go to the club. I looked up the top clubs in the city, went to the club, I looked at the line, and I said, this is not the type of club I could go to. Something's going to happen in this club, and I'm by myself. I went to the goddamn uh, the college town in Atlanta, and it was a mixed crowd, and went to that club. You would not catch me being a body in a, in a club, and I'm by myself, or getting jumped or robbed. So yeah. I know where I can hang out and where I shouldn't hang out at. Yeah, I, uh, you know what? I grew up, I, and I must admit that I grew up in the time of the beginning, the very beginning of pop jams. Hip-hop had just been given birth to. And what happened was, it wasn't just in the Bronx. People think it was just the Bronx. Brooklyn used to have pop jams. We had pop jams every fucking Friday night. You know, DJs come out. Local DJs, there's no big name DJs, just whoever was the hot shit in the local neighborhood. Plugged up to the, the light poles, everybody party, it was like clockwork. Two good hours, everybody's having a ball. Hour three, fire shots ring out. Yeah. This shit happened every weekend, and you know what? We were there every weekend. <laughs> You just was hoping, hey, did you lose anything? Did you, after about 10 weeks, you know, okay, we have like a meeting spot three blocks over. Meet me there. That's the gathering spot. But there's going to be shots fired. I mean, I, I grew up in, in the 80s was my decade. More 80s was my decade more than the 90s. By the 90s, I'm a grown man. I'm I'm kind of on the tail end of all that stuff. But the 80s, I'm in a club every weekend, man. And it, some of the most famous hip-hop clubs, you don't think of them like discos now, but you go to the tunnel, motherfuckers just letting off in the tunnel. Yeah, that's why, this is why, even to this day, if, now it's a little bit more better, especially if I'm going to a lounge. But I, a few years ago, I went to a party in Brooklyn. We went in, and it basically was like a strip search. And I'm like, if you searching people like this, something happened in this club before. And then when I got in, everyone, this was the middle of winter, everyone had on their 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 bubble coat or parka. And I'm like, no, nah, everybody didn't get checked in here. I'm out. Said yeah. happy birthday to the person that birthday was, and I got out of there. I'm yeah, like, man. People ain't partying in winter jackets. Yeah. I, I no fucking go check. I have been in so many places where the shots rang out, man. I mean, just you having fun one second, 
I mean, you know, I've, I've actually come home with guys with one shoe because they ran out of the other yeah. shoe. <laughs> you knock on wood. Uh, that never happened uh, to me. That I've never been in a situation like that. I've been in. I've been in a lot of them. I mean, all over. This is just stuff that would happen, or or a big brawl would break out. It was, you know, we used to dealing with the Wild Wild West in the '80s. So this is brand new, man. Everything's brand new. Before this, it was you, you had house parties. We wasn't getting together like that. Hip hop actually got us to get together like that in large crowds. Yeah. Before then, it was just you know Joe Blow's having a house party. Yeah, I'm not comfortable in two two of crowds of people I don't know because in my in my I'm always thinking something's gonna pop off, and nine times out of ten it does, especially if it's something happening in the hood. You know what you're supposed to. Follow, they got a, they got a saying these days. Being in your feelings. Yeah. I tell people that say you shouldn't be in your feelings, they go fuck themselves. Your feelings is the best thing that you ever got. That's your intuition popping up. Yeah. That's that fucking person, you know how in, in, in movies they have the good side, the little devil and the angel? That's your inner voice. Your feelings is your inner voice talking to you. If you ignore it, no, I'm not saying be a petty motherfucker and you're in your feelings because somebody, uh, you know, said I don't like you. That's that's totally different. That's just being a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, when you're in your real feelings, that means something is unnerving you. And if something is unnerving you, you, you can't allow somebody else to tell you don't feel that way. No, it might be a you have a good reason in your subconscious that something's bothering you. Yeah, and, I remember one time I, I parked my car in this area, and I got out the car, and I'm like, I shouldn't park back here. I was like, I don't feel like looking for parking. So I said, fuck it, I'm just go home. Sure enough, the next day, my window was bust out. Oh, so man. I always tend to listen to my inner voice. Yes, you should do that. Like, I remember one time, we were down here, and I really didn't pay attention, because this happens a lot. I tell you that, this happens a lot, and you don't really... You'd be like, okay, I've been driving four miles, and I've made three right turns and two lefts, and this car is still with me. But that happens a lot because I don't live in that huge area. You know, you got the highway, and then you get off the highway, you come into these little communities. Yeah. But I had somebody one day follow me, must have been 10 miles. And I parked in a, uh, what do you call it, a mall parking lot. Me and my wife. My wife was like, do you realize these motherfuckers have been following us? And now they're parked directly across from me. Like, if I was to open the window and go, hey, they would have been able to hear me. And I didn't just scream. I just said, hey. Two fucking women. And my wife was like, what the fuck were they doing? You think that they were trying to be... I was like, oh, man. And that's when it clicks on you down here. Man, you know, you, you keep yourself armed. Yeah. How do you even, I, I've seen the car, I've seen the car, but I think it had, okay, they, they had to go their own way. What's the odds that you go in the same fucking parking lot as me, and you park right directly in front of me? Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. And I was saying, you know what, I must have looked like somebody that they thought they knew, and not in a good way, because these two chicks, it wasn't guys. It was two young black women. 
and you could see that they were heated. Whoever that person was, they wanted to give it to him. Oh, they probably was like, you probably look like one of the exes that did yeah. it wrong. Yeah, yeah, oh, this dude is, oh, man, this is the dude that screwed over my sister? I'm going to get his ass because these, these two rough riders look like that's what they were about. Man, you know, it was a question. Identity. Yeah. It was a question I definitely wanted to ask you. It was kind of a, a weird question. But it kind of fits into that, that, that abortion and that George Fout representative bullshit. What do you think about men's rights pre-birth? Now, I, I, I'm going to preface this so it doesn't... You mean like the father's rights of if yeah. a girl is pregnant? Female, do, do men's rights end the minute he doesn't wear a condom and he shoots his semen in her? He yeah, has no rights. You have no rights until the uh, baby's born. Now I'm totally, I'm kind of weird on that one. I think that this should be. I don't think that you should have to pay for a mistake for thirty years. I think that if this woman wants to go full term and raise this baby, that there has to be some kind of contract that you could sign that it. Uh, identifies you from the caring of the baby. And maybe that would influence her to not have the baby. Now, I know I sound like a, a psychopath, but <laughs> do you know how many kids that I know who are born of a one-time, one-night parents don't even really know each other? Oh, yeah, I know a couple. They, they, yeah, got, I know. To, they got to know each other after because they had no choice. But he really was just, shit, didn't know the mother. Imagine, I'm having a baby with a dude, and I don't even know his mother's name. What kind of shit is that? I don't know his sister's name. I mean, I don't know her sister's name, and they share a room. Yep, that's, that's the messed up part about it. Yeah, but, so, so I guess you would agree, like, I guess most. You don't wear the condom, and... What happens? That's your decision happens? right there. <laughs> okay. Or if the condom breaks, you ass out. Yeah, you better try to pull out. Okay. Talking, taking, talking her into taking the plan details. Okay, yes, yes, plan details, which is not as brutal. So, I, I, I just thought about that, man, you know, because, you know, what? you have a full-term baby, you could have one of those, cast me outside. How about yeah. that, girl? <laughs> that could be your daughter. I know someone who the girl told him that she was she was gonna have an abortion and she didn't. They come to find out she had the baby. Yeah, but we it was like off of, it was like off of like a two night stand. You would think as much as this is a man's world, we have to I would I'm gonna think that we can agree this is a man's world. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely right now. That men would have come up with some kind of plan over the centuries where they had a back door to this type of situation where he'd be like, you know what? I'm not a deadbeat dad. I don't have nothing against anybody, but we have a contract agreement that said that she moved on. That has nothing to do financially, emotionally, or any kind of support that she moves on that she she leaves me clean and clear. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That decision happens the night you decide to wrap it up or not wrap it up. Yeah, but you know what? I, as, as tricky as man is, I figured he would have had something in place. I mean, it's only been a couple of centuries that he could have put his technology in order, and I guess it's just too late in the game for that one now. Yeah. So, so that girl, come to think of the cash me outside, she's going to get a reality show, huh? I don't know what the fuck is wrong with our society. We take a dumb broad, 14 years old. First of all, her mom let her get a tattoo at 14. I should just baffle my mom. Um, and she gets a freaking reality television show. So we have, we're, we're now bigging up idiots. Yeah, seriously non-talentless. And you want to know something? She's not going to finish school. Nobody's going to force her to finish school. And she's going to disappear. I guarantee, I'm going to say, just to be generous, I'm going to say five years from now. Her, her reality show's now canceled. She made the money she made. That's this pitch. Probably going to be a crack addict or octo mom. And no one cares. No one's going to care. But now she's used to all this change. She's probably going to whore herself out. So I, I just say it's a, it turns into a cycle. At yeah. 14, I'm like, nah. I, I, for some people, I feel like if you grow up and you and money is your number one factor in life, then they're going to go with that deal. But if money is not an option for I mean, it's not that important to you, then you got to look at your family values. Yeah, well, you know what? If you got to have some first. got to have some. Yeah, you got to have some. But even if, for me, just an everyday working guy, if I had a daughter like that, I don't know. If, I don't think I would want to exploit that on television just for the benefit of money. Now, if she did change and and maybe become a better person and then you're interested in a reality show, all right, fine, maybe I'll do that. But at this point, from her talking the way she talks or fighting people, I don't think uh, – uh, that's something I don't want. Because this ain't going away. So your kid can look back and say, my mom was a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, well, because she can go from this one to uh, Danielle and Pregnant. That'll yeah. be, be her sequel. She'll have her 14, uh, she'll be 14 on her own reality show, then she'll switch over to the MTV show, 16 and Pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know now. How much more time we got here, my friend? Um, we still have a, we still have a few more. If you want to do one more topic? Okay. Well, you know what? Let's talk about this mother. How old was this son that was patted down by the TSA? Ten. Ten. Well, you know what? I, I have you traveled with your daughter yet? I traveled. I traveled with my daughter. Yet. Do they check her at all? And I know um, she's younger than ten. No, she's no, younger. She yeah, she she hasn't been uh, checked. But um, I feel like as a parent, if you're going through TSA, <laughs> if you're going to fly, you have to know there's a slight chance you're going to get a pat down. Yes, so I agree with that. Now I I don't know. The reason I ask that question is because I really don't know when they start or when they stop. Now, I would think even if you had an infant and it was in a carrier, they want to—they got to at least check the carrier. Let's not forget, we're also passengers. Yeah, they have to check the carrier, yeah. So, you know what? As long as it, was, as long as it wasn't a grown, say it's a girl, 
As long as it wasn't a man checking a girl and going between her legs, I got no problem. And now I'm going to yeah. go vice versa. TSA said that uh, his laptop set them off, so pat down. But if you go to the X-ray machine, you're not you're not subjecting yourself to a, to a pat down because you went to the X-ray machine. So the mom could have said, "Go to the X-ray machine." Yeah. So if she has an option, there is no way in the world that you have a beef unless you just sorry looking for a problem because I I, I not. Unfortunately, like everybody else, I think, or to at least a little degree we have it in the back of our heads, from the time that we go through security check to we clearly land safely on the other side, we lose a lot of control of our lives. Yeah. We don't know who the fuck Joe Blow is in those other 110 seats. Yeah, I want to be safe. Look, I want to be as safe as fucking possible. Right. If you, if you got to pat down a baby, pat the baby down. Shit. <laughs> you know what? I assume the position. <laughs> I agree. I, I kick my shoes off. I got no problems. I hold my hands over my ear, my head. I go in that little fucking uh, spinny circle shit. Yeah. And you don't know how many times they always call me over to the side. Sir, could you step to the side? And usually all they do is take some fucking magic wand. And rub it on my hands. Yeah. And I'd be like, cool, man. I got no fucking problem. Now, I just want to make sure I got all my shit that was on the belt. But I'm not traveling alone, so I'm good to go. Yeah, I get, um, most people don't know why I got a Muslim first name. So I felt like I was being picked on after a while. I was like, God damn. Every time I fly, I get stopped. Every time I went overseas, my luggage was not making it, uh, my luggage wasn't making it overseas to my destination. Now, one thing I will say. I went to Mexico and my luggage ended up in Georgia. I was like, oh, no, this is not my ah, that's not cool. Oh, man, that would be a fucked up trip for me. I tell you now, my wife would go crazy. I know one time we flew and they decided that they had to run. Oh, man, my wife had her hair pinned up. They had to run their hands through her hair. Now, you want to see a woman get irate. <laughs> We're on our way to Vegas. There's no fucking hairdresser. Now, she got to fix this shit on the fly. Just got a hairdo done, and they decide that they got to run their hair. I'm not watching no, no wear no fucking wig or no weave. <laughs> so they run their hair. Oh, man. Do you know it's like four years later? I still hear about it like if I did it. <laughs> when, when they get mad, man, they, they, they got, they'll tell you about that shit over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's funny. But you know what? I got no problem with TSA doing their job. Do your job. Matter of fact, I don't want them to be, I don't want that agency to hire lazy, shiftless motherfuckers. I want them to hire people on the ball. Yeah, because I figure like this. If I know you letting babies do, and I'm a terrorist, next thing um, they're going to start sending babies in. Babies in bomb diapers. That's the way I think. Yeah. Check fucking everybody. I don't care who you are. Check your grandmother, your great grandmother, the little baby. I don't care. Check the pets. fucking dogs too. Yeah, check all the pets. Yeah. And, and don't tell us how you randomly search people either. Don't tell us you pull out every sixth person of the line. Make that shit as random as possible. Yeah, and matter of fact, make sure the TSA agents keep uh, a need to know information basis with the general public. 
We do our jobs. Leave us alone. Matter of fact, you know, when when I get on and off in Vegas, they don't really like you talking to those TSA agents there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like they're supposed to be observant all the time. The supervisor, as a matter of fact, somebody was holding a whole conversation with one, and they asked the person to get off the line. <laughs> this is on my trip, and just to, you, now they said it loud enough, like it's supposed to be solid, but they said it loud enough so everybody could hear. This person here working. They're not really here to entertain you. Yeah. So please, if you, you, if you hear with somebody, talk away. But if not, please leave them all alone. Not just this one, all of them. Yeah. I'm trying to be as safe as possible because I feel like the plane is the only place you have no control over anything. Zero. At least yes. in the car, if you're driving, you have some form of control over that vehicle. You have no control in the once you're in the sky. Yeah, and on so. top of it, those exits are the those are the two or three bogusest exits in the world. There's not an exit like okay, you on a train, something happened, and you're looking for a door. Yeah. And, a bus, you, you you say, fuck it, man. I might break my leg or something, but I'm rolling off this fucking bus. Yeah. There's nowhere to go. Yeah, you ain't opening that door in the sky. No, there's nowhere to go. Those are the most bogus doors. They own, Matter of fact, they don't even need to have doors. They could have, like, a screen that only opens when it gets back to the airport because it's not like you and the doors for anything. But they're only good if you do a, have a Captain Stellion land in the Hudson. Yeah. But you don't really want to be fucking around. Matter of fact, you want to. Yeah, you're right, a hundred percent. I gotta fly soon, so. Yeah, me too. I gotta fly. I, I, I sometimes I don't like flying by myself, but whatever. It is what it is. I can't stop life, so I'm going. But I want them to search everybody. Search, search everybody. Go through the X-ray, pat them down, do your random search. As long as you have one uniform, pat down. Now, you can't just go with Donald Trump grabbing women by the vagina. Oh, no, 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 no. Nothing nothing insane. You want to keep things in order. You want to be fair. You know you know how to be checked, and you know how not to check. And you keep women with women and men with men. Yeah, I prefer to get checked by a woman, but this is my personal, personal preference. Yes, you know what? That's like, that's like the doctor. Yeah, yeah. I keep, I keep female doctors. And I do it on purpose. Yeah, same with me. There's, there's not going to be any guy, you know, I, and it's not just, you know, I'm at that age. You're not going to sit across from me while we're having a conversation and just, you know, while I'm getting dressed and, hey, so how's everything going? And you just had your finger in my ass. No, you're yeah. not fucking doing that to me. Not as a male. A female, I could kind of wrap my mind around it. Okay, okay, Dan, this is uncomfortable. But at least it's a woman. She's not going to discuss. Now, you know, because I ran into doctors I know on the street. You run into them. The doctors are like, you just got this fool with me two fucking days ago. No, no. I can't have that. So I, I pass on I My male doctors could be my eye doctor, my dentist. That's it. Yeah, I agree. Well, well I'd like to say, as always, folks, you can join us on YouTube at Netboy Doc. You can join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Netboy Doc as well. YouTube is the most important. Subscribe. We need the subscribers. We need those likes. We need those comments. We need those shares. Um, yeah, so just do us that favor. Go to YouTube, type in Netboy Doc, one word. Our YouTube page will come up. Hit that subscribe button. That's all we ask. Yes, yes, yes. It's been my pleasure, Net. And as always, people, 
It's my pleasure talking to you, and I hope to have you listen in. And as Ned said, subscribe, subscribe. You can share, comment, like, but the subscriptions is the bomb. And I'm going to tell you like I always tell you. Peace.